Alright, we're live. We're back. Two dads in a bottle again. Thank you for tuning in. What, week six, seven? Or week eight. Eight. We got eight of these under our belt. Eight of these. That's crazy. Hasn't felt like it. Nah, I feel like we just started this. But I mean, for anybody listening out there, we appreciate you. Appreciate the feedback. I was going through our uh, our analytics the other day. This, this shit has taught me so much. So, the majority of our fan base, <laughs> all right, our fan base are women. Okay, I think it was like seventy something percent of them are women. Yeah. The other percent are men or people that chose not to specify. <laughs> and then obviously the majority of our listeners are in America right yeah. however we had I think it was one person from Singapore what one person from Australia <laughs> no and one person from the motherland tuned into us yeah so we're international <laughs> <laughs> like we're getting there <laughs> so one of the streamers I watched he always starts this show to like on he's a YouTube streamer so on his intro he's always like we're on the road to X amount of subscribers the train is going this way if you're not gonna get on you're gonna get run over <laughs> <laughs> we don't wanna be that aggressive like we'll stop for you if you wanna get on <laughs> we'll stop the train <laughs> I'll, I'll even like I'll I'll wait at the station we'll, for like five minutes if you're we'll, trying to get on. We'll put it in reverse. <laughs> I I won't put it in reverse, but I'll wait at the station. You got a five minute grace window. I'll do that much. Yeah, it kills me every time. But yeah, I was going through that. And I found that interesting. I was like, people cool. in Singapore are listening to this. Not sure to say people. One person in Singapore has <laughs> <laughs> heard this. I feel like I need to learn how to say shit in like what do they speak Mandarin. Uh, I don't. I don't even want to speculate. The Singaporean. <laughs> I don't know. No, no idea. But if you listen into this week, thank you, <laughs> and hold up Google Translate to it <laughs> to make sure that you understand. I'm telling you, thank you. <laughs> so where where did we leave off last week? I think. Oh, you were doing uh, that creepy thing where you want to drink with your kid. It wasn't a creepy thing. It was, it was Bro, a bucket it's list. it's so weird. It's a parent bucket list. I feel like every parent has a bucket list of things that they want to either share with their kids, experience with their kids, or, like, see their kids go through. You know what I mean? Like, I always did think that when you, when you hang out with someone that's drinking and their mannerism is different than the way they are without alcohol, you're seeing the real person. But that's all. Everyone's always said that. And if like I don't like you when it? you're drinking, I'm not gonna hang out with you again. <laughs> what is it? What is it? What's the saying? Inhibitions. No. no. Sober. Sober thoughts. Liquid. I don't know. Oh, drunken words. Sober thoughts. That's what it is. Is that what it is? Yeah. So you're right. Whenever you see someone under the influence or something, that's ninety percent of the characters Listen, gonna come. What if my kid is just. Starts drinking and starts spilling their beans to me, and I don't even want to know what they have to say. You better be ready to sit down uh, and take it. Uh, no. <laughs> you That's... better be ready to hear confessionals about all types of shit. Mm-mm. You're going to hear about the time that they were four, and you took that toy away from them. And Bro. it made them feel some type of way, and they never forgave you about it. And here you are, 20 years later, just now, 
healing. <laughs> bro, it was already like when I drank with my brother. My brother turned my 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 brothers. There was this four year gap in between each one of us. So when my next oldest came through, we went out, took took shots, whatever. He got obliterated. When we got back into the car, you know, at the end of the night, once you've gone out, you know, your body starts to cool down. Yep. You start to think a little bit more <laughs> about yep. what's just happened. Yep. And your mouth just starts opening. This dude started calling me his father. Father? <laughs> father? He was trying to say father. Father? But he kept in the back seat. He was like, yo, you're like my father. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's like, I feel like my kid would do something like that too. And I'll be like, yes, I am your father. <laughs> you've, seen, you've seen the video, I know you've seen the video of the dad that calls his daughters to pick him up from the bar. Because he's trashed. Middle-aged dude, right? Mm-hmm. He's trashed. And he, he, bro, he has like straight up dad outfit. He's got the little, the, the beige hat, mm-hmm. right? Your typical generic t-shirt, your khaki shorts. And just like your your dad shoes, right? Like just straight up that outfit. The new balances, dad <laughs> shoes, right? Just straight up that outfit. So and like the the daughters decided to record it, and they pick him up from the bar, and he's hammered, just straight up hammered, and he's in the back seat, and Fifty Cent starts playing, and this man just starts getting into in the club in the back by himself, bro. Just like he's like pumping the roof and shit, dude. Like. It's great. And then he gets home and he just like starts making tacos in the oh kitchen, bro. I was like, see, like, I want that, man. Like, I want that type of experience. I, I don't know if we'll have the energy. I mean, we've hung out with so many people of different age groups. And we've truly hung out with every spectrum of age group. Yeah. And some can hang at, a, at an older age. Yep. Some at a younger age cannot hang. Yep. And vice versa. But I feel like whenever we've hung out with like older people, we always get a nice meal after. We do. You usually get a pretty decent meal after. Yeah, we do. Which is why I hang out without you older folks. Because y'all fridge is full. <laughs> yeah. They're prepared. They know. Yeah. They, they're they like, I've been down this road before. I, we don't want to wake up with a hangover. So we I eat. know that I need some quality food in me. Mm-hmm. So that I could semi-function the next day. So I don't feel completely that... That's, that's that's at the top of my bucket list is just being able to experience that I don't I don't want to deal with that the other thing I'm looking forward to is the first time that my kid gets suspended from school that's a bucket list item for me are you gonna I mean I guess it depends on what it is it does depend but I think either way it could still be a bucket list item for me because no. if they get suspended from school then I can give them the whole you know lecture about why education is important and take them down that whole like the whole <laughs> intervention type thing I wouldn't even know public school educa- education in general in this freaking society is stupid I still say nothing I learned in school is actually useful well 90% of what I learned in school was actually useful but what I mean with the suspension thing is I was like being able to know that I have the power to strike the fear <laughs> of God that first suspension you know what I'm saying like knowing that I can walk in and I can hear his nuts just clacking from the fear that he knows that I'm on my way but you can instill fear you know what I mean without the suspension <laughs> but I feel like it just heightens it that much more like I don't know I I got suspended once 
And then, like, there's the high school we went to. Like, it was always a big deal to tuck in your shirt. Like, if they suspend my kid for not tucking in his or her shirt, what the fuck are you doing? I'm not yelling at my kid. I'm yelling at the people. Like, they don't enforce that now, though. That's bullshit if they don't enforce they it don't anymore. Enforce it. No, my brother graduated. How's my brother? Too? That's such BS. He graduated bro. two years ago, bro. You have, dude, That's... you had dudes in there with pants all types of down, shirts all types of tight. Just showing all types of Tommy Hilfiger's. We couldn't, we couldn't rock sweatpants. Uh, I think at one point, I don't know if the kid was joking around or they actually made him tuck in his fucking sweater. Yeah. Bro, I'm like, oh, what are we hiding? Yeah. If we wanted to hide something, we know we got to tuck in our shirt. Why would we have it in our shirt? Yeah. I could it just was... put it in my backpack. Yeah, my brother was like, bro, so you're saying all these things they couldn't wear. My brother... Used to wear sweatpants every day to school. That's bullshit. He used to walk in with graphic tees. You know what I'm saying? Like, you... Yeah, dude. It was like a completely different, like... That is bullshit. School system than from what we remember it as being. And it was, what, like a six-year change? Maybe? Like, what's it They just give up on enforcing it? I mean... Them detention classes were full. Every Cause, time, because the people weren't weren't tucking in their stuff, and because of being late, but that's why I was there. I was late all the time. I don't even know why. You know what the worst part is too? I'd be late by like thirty seconds. It'd be like seven fifty-four, and I'd be stepping out until like the little. You'd be late. You're too busy the, the tra- talking crap outside the front doors. Bro, now I I wish I wish I was one of those people that got there early and just socialized. My ass would pull up at seven fifty-four. I get out the car, and then why didn't I'm you get up earlier. I did. <laughs> I did. You still managed to be late. Every time was just barely. It came to the point where the the dude, I forget his name, but the the hall monitor guy. Yeah. It came to the point where I was late so many times cons- uh, consecutively that every once in a while he cut me a break. <laughs> just say, just go to your home room. <laughs> He's like, I'll give you a break today. I know you're going to be back here tomorrow. Right. It was like... Cause I just go back to your homeroom. So besides drinking with your kid and going through their first suspension, what else? What else is there? I gotta take him to a Lakers game. Alright, see that's a cool one. That that one I can get on board with. Taking them to a Where was that? Why couldn't that have been number one, you weirdo? Nah. <laughs> but it has to be in LA. Like it has to be like a yeah. home court Lakers game. Yeah, that's cool. That's what I'm, I need. I'm with that. I feel like so that it's it's on my personal bucket list to do that. I think going to watch a like all game like baseball. We've gone to see a baseball game, basketball game. Yep. I don't. I don't. I've never done a soccer game, I've but just soccer just soccer just to be a part of the crowd. Like baseball to basketball is such a different experience. Yep. And then hockey. Hockey, I'm looking forward to. Hockey's nuts. So I'm I'm curious to see. What his sport, if any, he's gonna lean towards, because he comes from a very diverse sport culture, I guess you could say. In your family. Yeah. So my like, my dad and my uncles are like diehard, diehard soccer fans, right? But do they play soccer? Did they ever play soccer? Yeah, they played soccer as kids and stuff coming up. So there's that. I don't like soccer. My go-to is basketball. On his mom's side. She played softball. Okay. And oh, the yeah, grandpa yeah. played 
football, softball, you know what I mean, like basketball, like like the whole thing. So, and hockey to an extent too. So like he he literally has interests to pull from. Yeah. Any which way. But my my goal is to be able to take him to like a home Lakers game. Hopefully, when they're good. Hopefully, they're still good. <laughs> like I don't want to take him to one when it's a tanking season. Oh, what five years from now, six years from now. Hopefully Anthony they'll be Davis good. will still be there. Hopefully, yeah, but he'll be aging out. So hopefully they'll, they'll get, be good. They'll get some youth in there. That's that's number three on mine. Let's see what number four is. Uh, this dude wrote it down on his phone. I did. I had to. Said, I was. I was not gonna remember that. <laughs> this is about to be printed out and put on the fridge. <laughs> well, okay. The other one I look forward to having is having the sex talk. Gross. I look forward to doing that. I do not. I hope I don't have to do that. I hope the mom takes care of that. So, I, I want to be able to walk in there and just lay all the cards on the table. Bro, but like, alright, what was your sex talk like? Don't do it. That was it? That was it. From your mom or your dad or both? From my mom. And your dad? Nothing. I don't remember him having one with me now. I, I got mine from my mom, but mine was like she found my condoms so by that point I was already doing it uh, <laughs> she was so she was just like you shouldn't be doing this <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know how that got there <laughs> should probably throw those away huh yeah mine was mine was very simple it was just like don't do it like try to put the fear of God in me you know what I mean just like if you do it and you mess up, like a baby's gonna come, God, or so... your dick is gonna fall off, or like it's just all types of like, just just like every worst case. You just like the cringiness of parenting, huh? It's not that I like That's the cringiness. Crazy. It's not that I like the cringiness <laughs> of parenting. It's just that in my head, like so we know that there's gonna be like these, you know, like these awesome moments, right? Like the kid's gonna graduate from schools, and you know they're gonna hopefully go on and do X, Y, and Z. But I feel like the the awkward moments are the moments where I shine. <laughs> you bring a joke to the awkward. You know moment. what I mean? Like, I can make the awkward a little less awkward by being more awkward. You know what I mean? I want to avoid those awkward moments. Nah, I want to embrace At them. At all costs. Nah, I want to embrace them. Like, I can't wait for my son to bring home his partner you know what I mean I say his partner because we obviously don't know if he's gonna go for the heterosexual homosexual either one is fine but I can't wait for him to bring home his partner dude that's still awkward even with my brothers I don't wanna I don't wanna meet your partners oh dude I can't fucking wait bro you know why (laughs) because I could like I could envision it in my head right you're gonna walk in here comes little, you know, 15-year-old Adrian. You know what I'm saying? Is this just me or is, is every parent like you? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> is this what they wait for? Like I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Cause, so, But in my head, I, I envision little 15-year-old Adrian come in with little, you know, 15-year-old partner. And, you know, walking in. It's like, or older. Or older. Or yeah, oh, younger would be. be weird. Yeah, gotta <laughs> or, be older. So... And I walk in, you know what I mean? It's like 4 o'clock, I'm walking in. Just sitting there on the couch. I walk in, I'm like, you want something to eat? 
cool. Walk away. I come back with something to eat, and I just got a beer can in my hand. I just crack open the beer and I sit down. Right. I just start talking shit. This is a weird, <laughs> a weird image. Go for it. Keep going. I start talking shit. All types of shit. I feel like you're gonna be the guy with a dad chair. What's a dad chair? <laughs> the little reclining one, like my grandpa's. A lazy boy. Those are good. Though. Little cup holder. Those are good. Those are great. What are you talking about? <laughs> Are you going to intimidate the partner? Are you going to try to befriend the partner? What's the deal? I haven't decided yet. I'm going to be a sarcastic asshole. What if the partner comes in and immediately you don't like him? Oh, then that's going to be a conversation. Uh, see, but that, but you, as a kid, like your parents telling you not to do it. You want to do it even more. Yeah. You've I, seen I that, that with your brother. Yeah, no, I, I know. <laughs> I know. But it's still got to be a conversation. I feel like I have to voice that I don't like this person. And as long as you know I don't like this person, but I'm not going to tell you which way to go. You know what I mean? Like, as long as you know where I'm at, I feel like we'll be okay. I don't, I don't have to like them. They just no, got to come think, in here. I think you do got to like them. No, as I think a parent? I got to come in and be... Just, as a just, parent? No, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. Does your mom like your significant other? Yeah. Does your dad like your significant other? Yeah. Then... <laughs> if they didn't like her, what would that be like? I don't know. That would be so awkward. I, I've had situations though where my mom's been like, "Listen, the person you're with is shit." Are they? Are they? <laughs> like, they've been like, "Listen, that person." Are is they shit. still around? <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel I don't know. We'll see. We'll, I guess we'll see how it all plays out. But I look forward to that though. I'm hoping we don't like crack little jokes, make him uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Do it like, you know, like, don't do anything I wouldn't do. Weird. You know what I mean? Like have Sarah walk <laughs> around the corner, smack her on the ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> so cringy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no. Make it, like, known that they have to be out of here by six because I got plans for the mom. You know what I mean? Just like. Oh, my God. Get out of here. That's so weird. Let's go. So what if he walks in on you guys at some point? That's cringy. You might like that. Nah. <laughs> Is nah. that too cringy? He walks in on you. That's something I haven't prepared Sarah. for. That there you go. I haven't prepared for that. I there don't know you how go. that You gonna crack a joke this time? What are you gonna look back and say to him? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> if I don't crack a joke, I'll crack a nut. <laughs> it's gonna be one or the other. <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know how to react to that. See? Nah. I haven't mentally prepared for that For situation. anybody listening, I just made him feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I haven't mentally prepared for that situation. No, I, I want to raise my kid the way, like, I think about, like, a Tom girl when you were growing up that was cool with cars, just overall cool to chill with, but then, like, still let the mom, you know, teach her the, like, very feminine stuff. A balance of both. You mean Sarah? You you just described Sarah. <laughs> I guess Sarah would be the embodiment. <laughs> you just, yeah, yeah. You just described Sarah. Sarah can wield a power tool and be doing her fucking eyeliner with the other <laughs> hand. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want like any, any like, potential partners to know that if you fuck up, she's throwing a wrench at your head. You can't have her catch a case, though, man. Like that's yeah, see, that's, catch a case. Uh, I'm cool with that. See, that's not cringy to me. Catch a case, cause some some dickhead wanted to be an asshole. That's cool. are there tears of asshole though that you would like like 
Say no to? Not say no to. Like, like there's, there's levels to everything, right? So, like, which level of asshole would you not tolerate? I'm not too familiar with the different levels, so elaborate. So, you got your basic <laughs> asshole, right? You get the one that comes in, they're sarcastic, whatever. Cool. And you got the ones that come in and they think that they're hot shit. That's arrogance, though. But it's still an asshole. You're, you're, you're an arrogant asshole. You're still, nah, it's still an asshole. she's not going to be arrogant. She just don't have to bust her ass for everything she has. So I'm not too concerned about it. Like, if there's arrogance in my kid, I'm going to clear that shit up real quick. I'm going to remind her, you know, we came from nothing. You came from nothing. If you think you have something, well, that shit's about to be gone. Because you're a dickhead. Arrogance is not tolerated. So I guess that's where we were trying to learn. I always hated those people that thought they had, like, Yeah, 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 absolutely. That always pissed me off. So now that leads to another, another question, though. All right? You just said that, the, yeah, that your daughter would come from nothing. But you said it yourself. She's not going to grow up how we grew up. But th- this, is, this is where you got to, like, as a parent, I'm struggling to figure out how to teach her what we learned and... and and I think about, like, my mom looking at us, like, if we think we didn't come from nothing, what did she think she came from? And, yeah. And generations behind. Yeah. Like, how do you teach the following generation, look, you have more than what we had, but you still got to learn the suffering and humble pie. So how would you serve that slice up? I don't know. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna teach her the bartering system off the top. Like all these little toys that she has right now, once she starts asking for shit, she better start trading in these damn toys. <laughs> if she wants a new toy, she better start trading it in. If you don't got enough toys, you better go hustle some some family member. <laughs> if you ain't if you ain't hustling someone else, then don't come talk to me. <laughs> so at least te- teach her that. Like that's that for me. That was the biggest learning. Um, Thing when when I was young, it's like I can't wait around for someone to give me what I want. Nobody's gonna pay for my stuff. Yeah. Like my first console, I literally had to hustle for it. And then after that, like, but yeah, I, I just don't like. I I can say I'm gonna teach her, you know, how to barter and everything. But we got the money to buy her whatever she wants. That's what I mean, though. That's, that's, so you, you just came full circle Back to my point Right Where we can tell them All these things Right We'd be like you, you gotta do this You gotta do this Like you gotta remember this But they're gonna get to an age Where they know That like Mom and dad are good for it <laughs> You know what I mean Like Once they come to that realization How can you continue to try to Instill these things into them When they know That like Dad just bought a new TV yeah, it's my TV, not yours. <laughs> like, you want to watch TV on it? You gotta pay, pay the toll. But that's that's what I'm like. That's I, I don't know, and I'm I'm with you on it. But like, I don't, I'm not entirely sure how to balance that because it is a balancing act. So it's like, I think for me that's that's what I'm looking forward to seeing her personality start coming out. Where like, I can't wait till she learns to talk, and then gives me like a. Smart ass remark. Those are the moments I'm waiting for, because then we're going at it. Smart ass remark for smart ass remark. So once she goes to school, 
any smart-ass teacher out there wants to say something to her, she's responding. That's what I'm assuming she's going to get to spend for more attention. Because uh, some teacher's going to say something smart, and she's going to repar- respond with something even smarter. <laughs> it's all about just, like, like I said, you got to just balance it all out. Because you don't, you don't want them to completely mouth off to a teacher, right? You don't want them to completely mouth off to a figure of authority or whatever. Like, I have a problem with figures of authority. But I mean, like, <laughs> I, I can't. I don't know. Yeah, obviously like. she's gonna learn respect or whatever. They're not messing with you, but I'm also not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna teach her not to just back down because someone. Yeah, no. Nah, which is which is, I think the way that they should be taught. Like you gotta learn to be able that's, to like. That's my bucket list. There's more the teaching of things, than the. The um. The specific moments that you're referring to drinking suspension like I'm looking more forward to like teaching her Legos and just how to build things and starting to see her personality yeah I'm looking forward to getting drunk with Mike yep <laughs> yep yep now, what if your kid's personality is completely different from yours and, and Sarah's? And it's just like, you don't even know where it comes from. And you know, like... In your family, is there someone that behaves so out of, like, left field compared to the rest of your family? Yeah. Yeah. What if that's your kid? Maybe. The kid that's just like... I'm trying to think if it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Give me a second. I don't know if it's me. Like for, for my family, like my immediate family, like it's, it's my brother, my, my well, Jose, because our family is reserved, quiet, like we remain away from the drama. My brother, loud, Likes to be in the mix. Likes to be in the middle of everything. He knows everybody. He comes home, starts talking about relatives that I have never heard of. <laughs> that are in a whole nother country that I haven't been back to in, in, in like almost a decade. And I'm like, I don't even know. How do you not know this person? I'm like, bro, how do you know this person? And like, my thing is like, that might be my kid. So wait, if that's the case, then, then that is me. Why? <laughs> because my family likes to talk among themselves and they're all loud, you know what I'm saying? And they all like, they all are like hot tempered, I, I would say. You're saying you're not hot tempered? I'm medium tempered, bro. I'm not hot Just because you're not hot tempered around them doesn't mean you aren't hot tempered. But compared elsewhere. to them, I'm medium tempered. Like, I, I think I'm pretty laid back. I think your dad's laid back. And chill. But my dad's, my dad's hot tempered though. Like, my dad is like, my dad goes zero to 60. In like 0.2 seconds, if a fly looks at him the wrong way, you know what I'm saying? Like, so my dad can go like real hot. But I, I think in that regard, I, I'd say I'm the outlier because there, I like every family gathering that we get into, yeah, there's always some cousin going at it with another cousin, no matter what. <laughs> you know what I mean? No matter That's what, true. there's always some type of issue happening within them. Someone called someone a dick and, and the other one took offense to it. Like, it's just and always really happening. And really assholes there instigating it. Yeah, it's just like... It, it, well, yeah. Like, it's, yeah. But... 
Yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying though. Like, I, I don't, I don't know how I would, I don't know if I can. Like, I just, I. Like, if my kid comes at like. We're having trouble with social media. Because we just we aren't people that just like enjoy that. I yeah I don't I don't care. Look, listen to the people out there. Our social media accounts are running, but I despise. We're literally googling stuff on how to figure. Like after this podcast, we're gonna go and talk to Genesis about how we can get two pictures on Instagram you at know, the same time. At the same time, so we can just <laughs> slide back and forth on them. Like I'm having trouble putting up two pictures consecutively because <laughs> we just don't use it. Like we just don't. Like the only social media that I ever invested time in was MySpace. I didn't even do that. And and Facebook, I I created the account because it was, you know, it was the thing. I didn't even do that. It so, was, but in today's norms, we're the outliers. Because our generation is all about social media. Our I, generation I'm, came up with social media. I've like, never, I've never used TikTok. I dabbled in Snapchat, and even that. We just use it now for the basketball group text. Yeah. So, I, as we're doing this, we're learning about podcasts. We're learning about running a semblance of a decent <laughs> social media outlet for everyone. But what if my kid is that person? I don't even know what I can teach my kid if that is the, if they yeah, become out to yeah, be like At that, that point, you just got to become their student. Yeah, like I'm... Teach me. Help me stay up with the times. Then we'll be those parents that hey, <laughs> my, my phone, my, my, my phone, phone keeps going up. off. Yeah, what's this little screen thing right here? Why is it still here? Did you take it off? <laughs> I'm okay with that though. I I don't know. I I hope to be able to stay relevant enough to know right? what I'm doing. But I'm also not afraid to be like I need a little help because like I feel like we are slowly not becoming becoming irrelevant like. Like my mom's music, like the all the things you thought about, like your parents as being your parents, like the music they were playing, mm-hmm. what they were into. We're still into that music now. We're into our generation's music. What's the next generation gonna be, and are we still gonna be listening to it? I don't know. That's like a good what, question. At what point did our parents stop listening to like trending music? That's a good question. Like. Is there a new genre that's going to come out where I'm just going to be like, well, this is the end for me. I'm, I'm just going to play everything else on repeat. My, my Spotify is on shuffle now. And yeah, I'm not adding anything that's, else. that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. At what point do we become irrelevant? I don't know. How do we get here? And if we stay with the same music, are we going to be that corny parent that's just trying to be cool? These Probably. Are the, these are the thoughts. Thought-provoking uh, concepts. I don't know if that'll make us the corny parent, though. Like the one that comes in and they're like, "Oh, I've heard of this young whippersnapper over here." You know what I'm saying? And you start trying to do like a little, little jig and no, keep up with them and shit. Like our slang is no longer the slang anymore. We don't know what these people are talking about. Yeah, bro, are you trying to make me have like a quarter life crisis? Like that's what I'm saying. Like we're we're not really relevant no more. <laughs> we've left college. Like, we've joined the workforce. <laughs> like the best we get to stick to the relevant slang are the young people being hired in our in our companies. And that's not a lot. And that's not a lot. <laughs> that's not a lot at all. That's not a lot. 
I'm kind of okay with that. Thought provoking. It is thought provoking, but I'm also kind of okay with it. I'm cool with staying in my lane. You know what I mean? We like, thought we weren't gonna get old. No, if you thought you weren't gonna get old, you're naive. There's no way. There's no way. Getting old. Like I, 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 I think every every decade that you're able to to live I just should be a decade of like growth. That are age appropriate for us that are coming out. Age of Robert 27. <laughs> I think you're going through a quarter life crisis, my man. Bro, these are the things you start to think about. You've been quarantined too long. Speaking about the quarantine, man, this is. It's been long. I grew up my beard. Not even long, bro. We're. We're, we're like. We're, people don't want to admit it, but we're like. Right about the peak of a third wave. Like we're, we're getting back up there. Yeah. Uh, again, we've, we've literally just been staying home. We haven't been right. doing I don't know. How are we going to explain this to our kids? Yo, you're going to see the commercial. The ones that we see now. If you were affected by mesothelioma, <laughs> call 1-800... <laughs> Bro... 15 years from now, you're going to see that commercial. If you were affected or someone you loved was affected by the coronavirus pandemic, call 1-800. It's going to be a class action lawsuit. Bro, for sure. That's going to be the thing, bro. Uh, I'm telling you. I thought about that the other day, you know what I mean? And when when they go to school, if they go to school. Bro, there was a commercial that they were running where it was describing everything going on now. And they fast forward to like a woman in her 90s. She was like, yeah, it was a part of the last pandemic. And it was like a woman from like the 40s or something. So, yeah, it's just going to pass. Yeah, it's going to pass. But, the, but what I'm saying is that like it, it's, it's such a weird time, I think, to be a young kid. Cause, so I think about eight. Yeah. Right. His memories of this are gonna be very fluid, because he's at that point where like he just he, he's gonna have like these long term memories of it. Yeah. So. He's gonna know, that for, a year minimum, right? He couldn't interact with friends. He didn't get to go to school. He didn't get to go play at parks and shit like that. You know what I mean? So like. But if you were in school, if you were a, would you rather be home, or would you rather go to school? He'd rather go to school. And he's voiced it plenty of times that he'd rather go to school. <laughs> Me and Sarah have voiced it plenty of times that we'd rather he go to school. However, from the parents' perspective, I completely get it. Like, because you're essentially doing your job and then making sure they're doing their job. And then you're still doing the teacher's job. Yeah. So you're doing your job, making sure that the kid is doing his job as a student, and then you're being the teacher's assistant without getting. Teacher's assistant pay. So what does this look like for the kids whose parents actually have to go to work? I, I don't know. Like, those are the people that nobody talks about. Those are the people that I think have to send their kids to school. Like, they don't have an option. But what about those places that you can't send the kids to school? Oh, that's strictly remote? Yeah. Like, Abe, if, if you wanted to send them to school, could you send them to school? Yes. So we, we were given two options. We were given the hybrid option, which is he goes in... Two days a week, three days remote, or he could do strictly all remote. And we went with strictly remote 
And our decision was confirmed last week because there was a case confirmed in his school. <laughs> and we were like, all right, so we made the right decision, even though we're banging our head against the wall every other day about it, right? But yeah, so they do give you options. But like, like, like you're right, like in Haverhill, Haverhill's strictly remote. So the, the, the parents that have to go into work mm-hmm. and the kid has to do school, I don't know how they're doing that. That's, that's a good point. I don't know how they're doing that. I know that the people who are probably sending the kids to school are the ones that want a break from their kids or the ones that have to report in for work so they don't really have the option of being able to do the whole remote learning thing. I don't know. I Nobody on my team actually has young children, so... Yeah, everybody's kids on, on in, at least in my department... Like either like obviously Amelia's the youngest and then the next closest is maybe like twelve. Oh my god. 13. You're the youngest person in your department? Yeah. The next youngest person on my team is probably like thirty four. Really? Yeah. Whoa. That's interesting actually. And I think the oldest like she's like fifty four. Really? Her kids are like college. I find that very interesting though. Because I'm looking at my department and my my direct supervisor is maybe in her early 30s, mid 30s. And then I'm probably I'm probably the second or third oldest on my team. And then the youngest one is like just turned twenty five. But your field, the mental health field, has attracted a lot of our generation. Which I don't know why, because it doesn't pay you very well. But you know, that that's just the reality. Mental health, for whatever reason, has attracted our generation to want to go out and help. But I'm in the banking industry, like people don't want to work with people our age. Because they don't feel we know enough about the economy and what's right. going on in the world. Right. It's that old money mentality. Yeah. But somehow, I've been able to get through to these old folks. That's interesting to me, though. See, now I feel like we this this episode, we're going more into just, like, generic conversations. It's just more into, like, basic... This is just general stuff. This basic intricacies. Basic intricacies. Intricacies? Intricate? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. So you are, for, tell the people out there why you're on a, on a, was this no carb? Is that what we're doing Tito's today? Yeah. No carb? Yeah. So we still have the whiskey from Costco. But we just, have to switch for a healthier alternative. I didn't have to switch, but I would just be rude if I was still drinking the whiskey. I had to switch. You could drink the whiskey, right? I like Tito's. I'm not. I'm a vodka person anyway, so. Vodka just puts me to sleep. I'm a vodka person. After our last recording, I drank two of these cups. I took a nap. <laughs> I literally just took a nap. It's, it's not for me. Like. You know what I could do next week? I, I There's a pineapple wine that I have at the house. 
I could chill that. I could bring I, it over. Before the pandemic, I was trying to get more into wines. Bro, I I, I still did get into I'm wines. I'm at that age. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking quarter life crisis over here, man. Jesus. There's some good wines out there. I think what oh. screwed us... Oh, <laughs> Too see, much Tito's. Oh, the balance was off. Like, we didn't buy shit alcohol when we, went, when we went to college, but we did buy shit wine. Because who the fuck... You're 21. Who right? the hell is like, wine? Yes. I don't know. You don't fucking... You go out and you get the, always, the $5 barefoot. Yeah. Like Or the freaking the hey, $6 retail. You drank barefoot the other day and you were loving it. The barefoot was good. I understand why it's a, it's it's one of the more established ones out there. It's cheap, but it's tasty. Good it's quality. a Svetka of wine. But it doesn't taste like Svetka. It tastes like a little higher tier. It's pretty damn good. Wine tasting was pretty good. I've never gone to Martha's Vineyard. I would love to go to Martha's Vineyard. Is it really worth the hype? I don't know. I've never been, but I would love to go. I think if I was going to do wine tasting, though, like, if I was going to do, like, genuine, like, like, if I had to pick a place to go, it would either be Napa Valley out in California. Were you fancy? Or. You're fancy. Take me over to Italy. <laughs> what the fuck? Take me over to Italy. Let me do wine tasting over there. Mm. Like, let me see that old Italian right, yeah, man squishing bring, the grapes with the feet. You're bringing up international travel. Once once this pandemic is over, how long do you wait? Because Genesis, like, wants to travel with the baby. I do Ooh. not. I do not want to travel with a baby. I don't want to be that so, that family on the plane with, the with a baby. crying child. Yeah. Or, like, someone kicking on the back seat. Yeah. Like, that's annoying. At what age do you fly with your kid? So, I, I can't. I can tell you our plan. Which is, until he's like three, if we're going to travel, we're going to do it to places that we can drive to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll try to stick to like a four-hour max drive, be able to get there. Maybe even a little longer, depending on, you know, because now he's like on a better sleep schedule. Yeah. So we said that we wouldn't, we didn't want to like fly far initially and then after three when you know they're a little bit they're, they're able to be like more entertained they get a little bit more excited about going on the plane you know mm-hmm. what i mean like things like that then you can like take those trips like that but yeah i, I think our, our our minimum weight is for him to be like three and then for us to like travel like by ourselves it's definitely three because we need him to be a little more self-sufficient oh for like the grandparents and stuff I just, I, I don't know. I don't know if three still is enough yet. It, it is, because they're, they're talking. They're semi-potty trained. You know what I mean? Like, for us to travel alone, I'd leave the baby now. I'd leave her here now, right now. Get on the fleet and we out. But for her to come on the plane, because that's what Genesis wants. Genesis does not like leaving the baby. But you need that one on one side, bro. You need that, like... I can't say shit because I haven't had it in a year. Yeah, but. nobody, nobody's had it in a year. <laughs> Everybody's been stuck at home, homeschooling their kids. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm. I don't, I, I don't know. Sarah, I think initially when when we 
when we first found out that we were pregnant, Sarah was like, things are going to change. And I was like, no, they're not. We're going to travel. We're going to do this. That. Like, <laughs> I was hell-bent. I was like, we're yeah. going to let this baby affect us as minimally as possible in the shit that we were doing. And she was like, no, we got to wait to be able to do this and do that. Looking at it now, I'm like, okay, you're right. Like, we, we got to wait until he's a little more self-sufficient. But I told her, I was like, the moment that this baby is self-sufficient, we are leaving him for a week and we are going somewhere. That we're gonna go somewhere that is a couple hours away by flight. Damn, for a week. For a week. And we're gonna fucking go, and I'm gonna get All drunk right. the first two nights to forget the pain of leaving my son, <laughs> and then I'll enjoy the rest of the trip. For all the parents <laughs> out there, how realistic is this idea of leaving your kid for a week? At three. At three, or At even after three. that. Even after that, I know we got listeners who have like. Five, six, eleven, twelve-year-olds, twelve-year-olds. Yeah, but I think it's because it's important, though. Like that—that one-on-one time with your partner is important. I feel like you need that. You need—you need a break to be able to just be adults. We've already said we can't wait to go back to Vegas and just have a fucking adult weekend. I—I I can't go to Vegas with any of y'all. Y'all, y'all you know suck I mean? at gambling. Like y'all are the worst at gambling. Bro, but put me on a machine and I'm good. Yeah, but Just y'all piss off poor little Asian man trying to get some 21 action in there. Then fucking poor little Asian man can piss off? No, because it's you guys. You guys are the problem. He's trying to tell you how to play and y'all not listening. Because I'm independent. <laughs> I'm an independent person. Yo, I'll never forget that time when we went to Foxwoods and that dude sat down and got so mad. Yeah, he got mad at me. When you, I think you hit or you stayed at, at, at uh, Blackjack and he just looked at you like, why did you do that? <laughs> yeah. He was so mad. Yeah. But, but I didn't know what I know now. Vegas is fun. I, slots have never been my thing. Love slots. It just it doesn't make sense to me. Love slots. What like you don't even know your chances of winning at all. Zero. Like they no. could they could program the machine to never pay out and yep. you would never know. But then the the moment that you hit a little bit of a win the moment where you all of a sudden turn your four dollar bet into fifty bucks and the lights go out for you. Yeah, after you lost like five hundred. Bro, but you, for those thirty seconds, you feel like a winner. <laughs> That's called an addiction. Like for those thirty <laughs> seconds, bro, you sit there and you're like, I can do this again, but bigger. Like the nightlife was fun, cause like at least when when I went to Vegas. The first time you could do like a bar hopping or they called it club hopping where like some person off the side of the road and we thought it was a scam, but they were only asking for like 50 bucks. They were like, we'll take you to these five locations, 50 bucks. You'll get one drink at each place and your covers paid for. We'll pick you up. You got to meet up here. It's 50 bucks, bro. It was like two people with like lanyards and t-shirts. Like, we looked at each other and we were like, we might be getting scammed. But if we're not, this is worth it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we were ready to lose our 50 bucks. And it, it was it was pretty cool. Vegas is nuts because, like, yeah. nobody cares about, like, your economic background. Like, if you're there for a good time, Nothing. they're sharing your bottle with you. Nothing. Bro, when we got there, I told Sarah, I was like, you can drink a beer on the street here. Mm-hmm. Just walk into your next place. So we walked into CVS. We buy, like, a, a big-ass, like, 24-ounce beer each, right? And we go out into the street. And before it was, before we left the CVS, Sarah was hesitant. She was like, I can't do this. You can't just drink <laughs> in the middle of the street. I was like, yes, you can. She's like, no, you can't. There's no way. 
So we got outside, bro. I crack open my beer, and I'm just sitting there, like just chugging my beer, and like bro, yeah. every nothing's wrong with it. Everyone's just like doing the same thing, walking around with the little margarita cups, the big old fucking funnels. Bro, when you go back, you gotta go. At the end of the night, you go to, I think it's Caesar's Palace, where they have the little romantic bridge with the Italian river underneath. Get your little romantic moment, and then walk down the street. To 24 hour Denny's Get yourself The number 3 I think Which comes with Unlimited pancakes And a free drink Like an alcoholic beverage <laughs> Bro At 4 in the morning We were still drinking The time we went Like we We saw the sun come up And then we just Walked into the casino And the Oxygen filled room <laughs> We just kept going Bro, and you gotta go. You gotta go ASAP because they're trying to get rid of that like uh, free drinks on the on the casino floor thing. At least that's what I heard. I, I, don't don't, know I, I, I haven't heard that. I don't know. But Vegas, Vegas is like, it's not the top destination on that list, but it's it's definitely top five. We already said that we're gonna go there for a weekend and just like have a weekend of just like debauchery. <laughs> that's like the best way to put it. It's just gonna be like a no holds bar, like. I'm gonna hold your hair. You're gonna hold mine. Just go. You're gonna die. Yeah, yeah. My body's not ready for it, bro. I don't know how. After this whole thing's gonna go, I don't know how I'm gonna be able to do a night out. I genuinely don't. Bro, Vegas though. After this, after all this, Vegas is probably gonna be the number one spot for everybody to go to. Oh yeah, I'm sure because everyone's gonna want to go and just like, be able to like okay. do all types of crazy Hammered. shit. Hammered. Yeah, I'm sure. Genesis number one spot to go to is the uh, what is it, the Grand Canyon? That's what's right. The Grand Canyon is dope. That's three hours away from there, right? Yeah. She wants to go there for the uh, that. There's like a platform, a glass platform that she wants to go check out, take her pictures. Or that you can walk over. And I we didn't do, we didn't do that. We we hiked into the canyon. But it gets hot real quick. No, it's freaking Nevada. No, it's not even that though. It's like every we hiked a mile, I think, into the canyon, a mile and a half maybe. And I think it's like every quarter mile the temperature rises by like five degrees inside the canyon. So bad. So like on top it was like eighty something. By the time we were down there it was like hundred and five. Bro, I'm willing to take her there. Like, we can take the three hour drive back to Vegas and I can go back to the sexiest named hotel on that whole strip. The Bellagio. Hell no. Fuck that place. Aria. Oh, Aria. Oof. It just sounds amazing the moment you say it. Bro, See, they I have... Can't, I, I just think of Ned Stark's daughter. <laughs> they have the rooftop bars. Bro, that place is just awesome. Yeah. When we did the West Coast trip... This was when we did this. Two years ago? Three years ago, maybe? So we started off in L.A. So we hit L.A. over there. We saw the beaches... We hit Palmdale because my aunt was there. We hit Tlaxcala the whole thing. So we spent three days in LA. Drove to the Grand Canyon. Stayed in the town that's like fifteen minutes away from the Grand Canyon. This town has a population of ninety people. That's All right. Cheap. It was amazing. <laughs> cheap. It was amazing. It was great. It actually is a very dope town. Very dope town. Their nightlife. It's crazy. They got like two bars and everybody goes to them. <laughs> the 90 people, they sound like, like they're all related. <laughs> it's crazy. But Bro, that sounds like my family on any random given birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we went there, 
Stay there for two days. Maybe it might have been three days too. I don't know. And then we finished up the Grand Canyon and then we drove to Nevada and ended our trip in, in Las Vegas. Now imagine doing that with your kid. No. No. See that we couldn't. Same. We couldn't do it. There's no way we could do that. Unless they were Different. older. We have to adjust the trip. We'd be like, okay, we gotta go Even to LA and then we gotta go to Disneyland. You can't get into the debauchery you used to get into. Mm-hmm. That's true. Jesus. That's true. Bro, I actually have to watch my intake. But we've always said this though from the beginning. We're like, so we, we'd like to take two vacations a year. One as a family and then one just for us. So that way the kids get to see new things and then we get to just do a vacation for us. You know what I mean? Like that's our goal to be able to take two vacations a year. One that's family friendly and one that, you know, shall never be discussed. I feel like that's the only way you can do it though I mean the only other place and I've never gone is like Disney World you know Disney World I've never been to Disney bro, World bro let me take you to your first Disney World trip bro I'm just like now that I have a kid my fear is like bringing my kid there and losing the kid there bro you will never lose your kid there how cause you buy him a balloon that says your name you will never lose your kid there how many kids in Disney World are, are not gonna be named Amelia I don't know but you, trust me. Is you, that you, what listen, these parents are going to Disney World listen, with? Listen, That's their safety net? <laughs> listen, you will never... My kid's name is so-and-so. They have a balloon you, with their name. <laughs> you will never lose your kid in Disney World. I, bro, you've never been to Disney World? I've never been to we got to plan a Disney World trip. You I've have never, no say. I'm going to talk to Genesis about this. You never, have no say in this anymore. gone to Disney World. Bro, the moment you see that, like, nighttime show at 10 o'clock on Main Street where the castle just gets real dark... And then all of a sudden it lights up and you see Tinkerbell fly her ass over the top of that little that little arch and they start playing the the theme song. Oh. Bro, I just think about the price of whatever my kid's gonna want on Doesn't that matter. stupid little trolley that Doesn't drives matter. by. Doesn't matter. It's totally worth it. They're going to ask me for like 30 bucks for nope, a little it doesn't even laser that doesn't work properly. Fuck it, that laser, you got that laser at Disney World. That is a memento. What does that hat cost? The one with the ears? What does that cost? Like 15 bucks. No way. Yeah. That's, that's actually not bad. It's like 15 bucks. It's Disney. Bro, we, we, now you got me, th- we're going to go to Disney World. I want to go to Disney World during Christmas time. Like that is a, a personal bucket list item for myself. I want to go to Disney World during Christmas time. And I want to be able to just sit there and just look at all the Christmas shit and just <laughs> sing my ass off. You know what I mean? Like. So that's now on your bucket list. I'm, it's it's gonna happen taking your kid to it's gonna happen world. and you know what the best part about it is the kids won't have a say if they're 5 or 20 be like if we're going to Disney World we're going to Disney World that's it you better bring your happy ass and you better come over here <laughs> and you better sing it to Small World with me as we go around you have no say but to sing with me alright Disney World uh, 2026 Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they're like five years old mm-hmm. that's a perfect age because they could walk around yeah, you don't have lost. to worry about carrying them yeah I have to worry about losing them you're not going to lose it man you're not, it's not going to happen you're not going to lose my, it I'm, I, I always I always thought it was cringy when parents put the leashes on their kid but if I go there <laughs> I'm going to have to like tie something to my ankle to her ankle <laughs> and we walk in everywhere together like bro that. I'm telling you we could do a joint Disney trip and it'll be cheaper because we just rent out a suite. Yeah. 
and everybody has rooms. All right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, listen. If I can tie your kid to my kid and then tie them to some, some adult. That's fine. <laughs> we'll take shifts. To make sure they're still with us. You know, every every day an Bro. adult, a different adult will be responsible for the kids. We'll I lost shifts. my brother one time when we were moving. And we were moving literally like three blocks away from How'd you lose them when you were moving? We were, they had us, so we used to live, we moved right by the high school. Where we used to live was three blocks away. So to help out, we decided that we were going to take shit on our bikes. So we were hauling shit over on our bikes. And on one of those trips, I lost my brother. Literally lost him. Three blocks of span, uh, space, I lost him. I, I couldn't walk into the house and be like, did you guys see him? Because they, <laughs> they're all going to look at me like, what do you mean? You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You better go find that little... <laughs> I'm riding my bike through, not even through those three blocks anymore. I'm looking everywhere for this kid. And I'm losing my shit. I'm getting pissed. And I'm realizing the only reason I'm pissed is because I lost him. <laughs> like, I can't even be pissed at anybody else. Bro, he was he was at our old house. I mean, he was at the new house. He parked his bike and he went inside and was eating. <laughs> so on one of the trips back, I saw him on his bike. Bro, I leaped off my bike and knocked him off of his. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, where the hell were you? That's a fear. <laughs> nah, we'll be, we'll be, man, I'm telling you, there's a whole system now. Like, Disney they got little, like, world is not a, a three dude, blocks radius. It is, it is not, but there's a whole system to it where you can guarantee that your kid will not get lost. Can I put a tracker on their asses? I'm pretty sure they have a bracelet that you can scan with your phone. And the bracelet has, like, a GPS or some shit that will always show up on, like, the app or some shit like that. Like, it, it's, That's like, crazy. the measures that they've gone to have been, like, crazy. I don't know if that's true or not. Don't quote I me. bet because other people go in there and lose their kids. That, yeah. But again, because of other people's mistakes, you won't make it. Listen, <laughs> by that point, 2026, we'll be much better at social media. We'll be much better with this technology. Hopefully, if people in Singapore keep listening to us, we'll start vlogging. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm going to keep a camera on the kid. <laughs> I'm going to put a GoPro on their forehead. <laughs> And that's how we're going to keep an eye on him. Bro, put a GoPro on my forehead and catch my reaction when Tinkerbell <laughs> flies her ass over the castle. That right there will make the vlog. Alright, people. Disney World 2026. And with that, we end today's broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. What was in the back? See y'all next week. After this Tito, I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Again, quarter life century. <laughs> We out.